0: My brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. This episode is about empathy. This will be a three-part series covering the extreme male brain theory. Episode 1 is about empathy. Episode 2 will cover systematizing, which is also known as systemizing, and episode 3 will explain how the two relate to the extreme male brain theory. Empathy is complicated. Even among researchers, there's a lack of consensus. One group says that it's influenced by the personality of an individual, and that context makes a difference. Another group defines it as the ability to feel someone else's feelings. They say that in order to have cognitive empathy, you have to see the situation from the other person's perspective. In essence, you have to read their mind. Two types of empathy were relied on in studies that related to the extreme male brain, cognitive and emotional. The results confirm an autistic has emotional empathy but lacks cognitive empathy. Sounds familiar. The same old lack of empathy and theory of mind applied to autistics. Is there a difference between empathy, sympathy, and compassion? Let's start with the basic. First, we know that all three apply to negative situations. Second, they've been studied for years by scientists who differ in how they're defined. Sympathy is understanding that another person feels pain or sadness or other negative emotion when something bad happens. If your friend gets fired, you know they'll feel bad and you wish it hadn't happened. With emotional empathy, you can actually feel someone's feelings. You feel distress and want to comfort them, like crying when Bambi's mother dies. When someone recommends a movie to me, I ask if there are any sad parts. I've become so sensitive, and it's hard to handle. I get wrapped up in the emotions. It's way too painful and distressing. That's emotional empathy. You understand someone's feelings from your own personal experience in a similar situation. You remember how bad it felt and understand how they're feeling. You share their distress and pain and you want to comfort them. Cognitive empathy is different. You understand their thoughts. You see a situation from the other person's point of view. In essence, you put yourself in their shoes. Emotional empathy deals with feelings while cognitive empathy involves thoughts. I know that autistics have emotional empathy whether we show it or not. Can cognitive empathy be learned? Well, how could it not be? Whether autistic or neurotypical, we're not born knowing how other people think and experience life. We figure it out throughout our lives, through our contact with people and situations, and through trial and error. Here's a story. When I was a very young child, maybe five or six years old, My mother took me with her to a funeral. Actually, it was called a showing. The people were very sad. My mom and her friends were crying. It was distressing, even though I didn't understand why. All I knew is that I wanted to help the crying people feel better. I tugged on my mother, certain I had the answer that could turn this around. Hey mom, let's dance. Do you want to dance? because I equate dancing with feeling happy. But my mother wasn't too happy with me. She made it clear that wasn't the right response in the situation. At that age, I didn't understand death or funerals. I saw that when someone dies, people feel sad. I felt it so much that day that I wanted to help them. I learned that dancing was not the thing anyone wants to do at a funeral. It was my first lesson in empathy. My feelings came naturally that day. Understanding a grieving person's point of view had to be learned. Neurotypicals, including researchers, define empathy, what it looks like, and how it's expressed in neurotypicals. If it looks different in an autistic, it doesn't exist. I was asked about empathy during an interview for a position as a judge. One of the interviewers asked, Do you have empathy for the people who come before you in court? I thought for a second. I knew what he wanted to hear. Nonetheless, I answered it this way. I have compassion. A judge's job is not to decide cases based on empathy for a person. It's to show compassion in dealing with them in their situation. I'm not sure that he got the point or understood the difference. Here's an example of how I've used compassion rather than empathy in my work. A person comes to court and says he can't pay his fine. He says, my wife left me. My kids need braces. I had to get a ride to court because my license got suspended for not paying this fine. I need to drive so I can work. Sympathy would be feeling sorry for him. Empathy would be feeling his pain and wanting to help him feel better, wanting to comfort him. If a judge's job was to comfort people, no one would ever pay a fine. So I would say to him something like, Okay, sir, pay $50 toward your fine today. The court will lift the suspension and set up a payment plan for the balance. I used compassion by taking his circumstances into account. I cleared the path for him, so to speak. Now it was up to him to walk it. Of course, compassion is similar to empathy because you know the other person's pain from having been in a similar situation. Like when you see a friend who's low on cash and eats a 39-cent package of ramen noodles for dinner every night. Compassion is feeding the hungry or letting someone sleep on your couch for the night. There are scientists who say that empathy is innate, that we're born with it, and that autistics are not. To prove it, they created the Eyes Test, or Revised Eyes Test. The subject sees a series of black and white photos of a person's eyes only. They pick one of four word choices that describe the emotion they see in the eyes. If the person gets it wrong too many times, they lack like empathy. Yeah, that's it. That's the test. Is that valid? Is empathy the ability to recognize how someone feels by looking at their eyes? Or is it feeling what they feel? Is the eyes test an accurate way to measure a person's ability to see situations from a different point of view? Forgive me, but I can't understand how seeing pictures can measure that. Many of us are visual thinkers. The moment we hear about or feel someone's pain, we picture it in our mind. We're driven by the desire to understand. We often ask questions in order to get the right picture. I accept that autistics are not mind readers. Do neurotypicals know our thoughts? So what does empathy have to do with the extreme male brain theory? Some psychologists and psychiatrists say the brain can be characterized as either male or female. A female brain is wired for empathy, taking care of people being nice But definitely not for things like science or engineering. They say the male brain is the opposite. It's good at STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. Not so good with the kids. The extreme male brain theory is that autistics lack empathy but are good at recognizing patterns. We like rules and systems. We excel at STEM and we live life with a male perspective. We're labeled as extreme because we're autistic. I find the notion of the extreme male brain disturbing and the research unconvincing. In the next episodes, I'll deconstruct the meaning of the term and the research behind it. For now, I'll leave you with an example of how the male-female brain research has been used. When the idea first was popular that there are male and female brains, Some educators decided that if they could find out which type of brain a student had, they could teach to that child's brain's strengths. They were pretty excited about it, and I'm sure well-intentioned. They came up with this test. The teacher would read a list of items to the class, then wait one minute. The students would then write down all the items they remembered. The test score was based on the number of items recalled, and then the boys' and girls' scores were compared. The list? It was called Monday's Shopping List. It had things like apples, cheese, milk, bread, butter, etc. (coughs) Food for Thought Listen to the next two episodes to figure out for yourself if you have an extreme male brain. If you have some thoughts about today's episode, contact me on at an autistic woman on Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Check out some others while you're here. I'm the autistic woman.